Hello everyone and thank you so much for clicking on this episode of Pages from My Notebook, a true to life podcast. My name is Erica, your host, and today's episode, okay, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without something new to listen to, listen to. Ay, ay, ay. It's been a long time, but I'm here for a studious time, not a long time, okay? <laughs> I got these 18 credits. I have this degree. I'm trying to complete in four years, but time is a social construct. So what does it really matter? But anyway, I'm getting adjusted, moving into my apartment, living alone, getting into the flow of things, working, all that kind of thing. I wanted to sit down and do this episode because I'm committing to doing an episode at least once a month. I have to have things that bring us joy and talking to you all brings me joy. So as you can see by the title, today I'm spilling some tea on myself, okay? (laughs) And this feels awkward because it's not something I really talk about to everybody, but I feel like something we can all relate to, and that is the world of dating on your iPhone or your Android, if you prefer that medium. Just because you know, we spend a lot of time on our phones. Naturally, our brains, most of us, want a partner, someone to have and to hold and to eat dinner with and to buy gifts for and to do all the other things you do with a significant other. And so the easiest way to do that in the 21st century, and especially because we're supposed to be in our homes by ourselves, is to be on the apps. That's Tinder, that's Bumble, that's, I don't know, any of the other ones. Plenty of fish? Isn't that for old people or like creeps or like both? I don't know. You download a little thing on your phone, you make a profile, you upload some pictures and you start swiping and tapping and proving and denying and liking and DMing and all the things. So in this episode, I'm gonna cover dating app FOMO, which is fear of missing out, how to separate surface level rejection from personal rejection and how to find love in this day and age. If that piques your interest and you wanna kiki with your girl about how these dudes are trash, Ooh, child. We're gonna get into it, so keep on listening. Your girl's been single since literally October 12, 1999. <laughs> ah, literally forever. Being younger, it was okay because I went to a very small middle and high school. You know everybody, and if you didn't fall in love, then you just didn't, and everyone became your friends, okay? There was no Ron and Sam situation from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that reference. I'm exposing myself. I love that show. I don't care. But where you just first meet someone and then you stick with them through all the crazy ups and downs. Child, their relationship. I could do a whole Jersey Shore episode, actually. That's a different idea. As I am becoming more seasoned in age, you know, becoming in tune with what I want, I realize it's okay to say, you know what? I'm ready to explore the romantic avenue of my life because I haven't done that before, ever. There are a lot of ups and downs to that because of course, when you're a preteen teenager, you're like, oh wow, boy. Well for whoever you love you know great but in my experience unfortunately i was made to be attracted to men and i can't change that i just have to roll with little 12 13 year old me being a hopeless romantic and being like wow once i get to high school i'll get a boyfriend and once i get to college i'll have a boyfriend blah 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 i've been falling in love with boys since literally kindergarten having like really high expectations and being so i should have known from then but i didn't have as much access to the internet and other women to learn from but that's besides the point but now that i'm grown i'm thinking i want this thing so what can i do to make it happen so of course i moves on over to my little app store i type in dun 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 tinder yes i know i know i know i know as michelle obama was recently quoted you cannot tinder your way into a long-term relationship she received some heat for that 
but my girl Michelle, she's right. I don't know what Tinder that these couples be using. They're like, we met and we've been together for 17 years. Let me break it down. Tinder, you're making matches and it sparks a flame like Tinder does, you know, in like camping or whatever. So you make a profile and it's the notorious app where you swipe right if you like someone and you swipe left to reject that person. You don't like them. You want to move on, whatever. And so you make a profile, you upload like five pictures and you just write a bio about yourself and you have to come up with everything. There's no predetermined questions or anything like that. And of course I put effort into it because I'm looking for my forever, okay? <laughs> girl anyway so i fill it out to the best of my ability okay and so i start swiping and it's guys with one picture and no bio and the picture is from 2006 and it's blurry and there's 15 people in it you don't know who is who and there's nothing in the bios so what are you what are you here for i'll break it down there's the guys with no bio slash bad pictures then there's the guys with pictures where it's none of just them so you don't know what you're gonna get okay sometimes it's a mystery if you keep swiping you find them and then other times you just never know <laughs> You never find out until you take that chance and swipe right. Then there's the drug dealers. So in their bio, it's just little leaves emoji or the like gas pump, which, you know, I can't knock a businessman, but that's not what I'm here for. There's the couples looking for a third, if you know what I'm saying. There's the unfortunate person who you can tell hasn't had a lot of luck with the ladies in person. Their bio just comes off. It's genuine, but a little misphrased. So it's like, you still have some growing to do. And there's the guys that are fine and they know that they're fine they upload all the shirtless pictures of them doing their poses in the mirror with their waves and their abs <laughs> And sometimes they have a bio, sometimes they don't. It's something like short and cute and whatever. Then you have your regular old hometown guys who fill out the profile to the best of their ability. They may or may not. They have a job at like Home Depot and like go to community college, which nothing is wrong with any of those things. But they just give very much like, I went to high school with you and this is how I thought you would end up. And then the men that are here for the right reason, shout out to my bachelor watchers. <laughs> you know, it's a phrase, here for the right reason. But they fill out their bio. It's actually like fun and like informative. They may have some jokes in there. They have pictures that you can tell is clearly them. Most of the time they have a dog. Those are the automatic swipe rights. You hope for the best to see what happens. Now that you know, sort of what goes on on tinder at least i've used bumble as well so their whole thing is like these honey or something i don't know but bumble they provide prompts so you don't have to write a whole paragraph like you do on tinder so bumble you can choose like five questions or something so it's like more interactive and it gives you something to talk about other than hey hi, what's up, so on and so forth. The other thing about Bumble is that women have to make the first move. That is a double-edged sword because one, giving men less access to me is everything and very important, but also the social anxiety says, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> this is not what we do, we don't know how. Now that you know all that is out there, we're getting into why I even feel the need to be on these in the first place. I've maybe had three matches across three four across all platforms none came to fruition one i got one guy's number but he goes to school an hour away so that never worked out another one we just talked in the app and he was always like what are you doing what are you doing and he was never doing anything important but i was like oh i'm going here i'm doing this i'm taking this he's like oh you're too busy for me or like when i wouldn't respond it's like well negro if you don't have a life and i have one it would look like that so that didn't go anywhere and the other ones i don't even remember that's how it goes it's all very surface level oh hi hi you're pretty thank you what do you do blah blah 
very interview, very like introductory club meeting, freshman year type of thing. And it's never like, wow, I'm so captivated by this person. I just want to know more. That's never happened for me. When I see other people on the apps and like having fun, it's like, well, I want that. I want to try that. Every time I try, I don't get it. We all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting different results. But then here we go. Here's the white devil advocate that I'm about to play is that you never know what you can find because there's all those posts about we met on Tinder, we met on Bumble, we met on Hinge, we met on eHarmony, blah, 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 and they found their soulmate, right? Which true, yes, if something happens to you, you're going to believe that it's possible for someone else because it happened to you. But when the thing that happens to you is a rarity <laughs> for everybody else, and then you're like, well, you never know, give it a try, you're setting us up. You know, it's not realistic. It's just not, it's not going to work. And so that's why, well, it's been a while. Maybe there's someone new. There's not. Well, I haven't done it. Maybe like people have changed. No, they haven't. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same type of person and thing that always happens. Either you swipe right and nothing happens. You swipe right, you start talking, it goes nowhere. And as a black woman, this has so many layers because A, the black guys, you don't know if they're into black girls. B, the non black guys, you don't know if they're into black girls. And C, if someone is into you, you have to question whether they're going to fetishize you and when that's going to jump out or when they're going to admit that they love saying the n-word and like do blackface for Halloween. You know, it's just a lot to think about and to put yourself through mentally but the greatest thing that i'm thinking about is that in our youth like this time period your late teens 20s is this pressure to find the love of your life i talked about in a previous episode you have to follow this life path decide what you want to study and do as a career when you're 18 and then follow through with that for four years pay hundreds of thousands of dollars and do that job for 40 years then retire get sick and die and it's like why am i as a young person who's just discovering myself what sense does it make to put pressure on me to find a mate in someone when i'm still discovering who i am yes you grow in love and discover things about people blah 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 but if you don't know the basics about yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else can I get an amen? <laughs> there's journeys that we're meant to go on with other people. And then there's journeys that we have to walk alone. And I believe in your 20s, and I'm not saying that just because we're perpetually single, okay, you have to learn firsthand, I know this firsthand, is who you are. For example, the journey I went through, listen to last episode number five, is that when I got to this new place in life, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Who am I up to this point? What is this mirage? The glass is shattered. And so how can I share myself with someone, both as a friend and romantically, if I don't know how to be a friend to myself, if I don't know how to love myself? You know what I'm saying? This idea that, oh, you should find love and you should have dating experience so you know what to look for it's a lot of pressure honestly and when you when you combine that with like your own personal want to find that and to have that it's really hard and thus it leads us back into the cycle we re-download the apps we try again nothing happens we get over it we delete them we see something else and we're like well maybe we'll give it a shot and it just repeats itself and personally i just have to block myself from re-downloading them because every time i think oh well i'll just look for fun see what can happen i'm not being true to myself because I know that's not what I want. To me, it's not. Like, I'm not at the phase in my life where it can be a game. If I'm I'm done all the work on myself and I love myself, why would I want to just play around and do something like just for like internet validation, you know? It just seems like a waste of time to me, for me, not that it is for you if that's what you enjoy. Personally, I have to tell myself and stop trying to trick myself into thinking that that's what I want to do because other people doing it and it looks fun when I know that when I've done it, I don't enjoy it. So the first dilemma 
well not the first dilemma well let's just say okay a dilemma i have is that in discovering who i am and sitting with myself and learning about myself i know what i think or what i feel that i need from a partner okay up until this point obviously with experience that may or may not change but i don't know because i don't have the experience but for intents and purposes let's just say i know what i need so i know what i need from a partner and in every experience on a dating app i've never found it not even a little bit my love language is words of affirmation and when people text me in two and three word answers that's not fulfilling for me that's not it's not giving me what i need what i'm looking for is not a joke and it's not like i guess i guess it could be playful but you know what i'm trying to say i'm not doing this casually i should say maybe see this is why it's so hard and everything when you present to yourself and what you're looking for you kind of have to put a label on it how else are you supposed to tell people what to expect or like how to treat you and i think this is a sign even working through this revelations come on now is that this is another reason why i don't need to download these things a i don't know how to categorize them but two why am I categorizing my needs and wants for strange men on the internet that I'll probably never meet? Mm -hmm. What sense does that make to expend that energy? We'll get to energy in a second. But like I was saying, I need communication and that means a lot of different things, not just through an app with a stranger. It's a safety issue to tell personal information to someone, to get to know someone and share these things and then it not work out. It's like, well, dang, I just told this stranger most of my life in an attempt to get to know them and they didn't have the same intentions. So who knows what they could do with that information, you know? But all also, it might sound silly, but when you swipe right or like send a message, put yourself out there and then nothing happens, for me, getting left on bread is like, you might as well shoot me because you're not using your words. So I don't know what the silence means. And I take it as very negative. You're personally rejecting me. Like you couldn't even honor my efforts with any of your efforts. And so I'm thinking, why put myself back in this, in these situations where I'm relying on, once again, strange men on the internet to fulfill my emotional and romantic needs that's like going to it's like going up to someone in a nurse costume on halloween and saying can you fix my broken arm like <laughs> they're dressed up as someone you think and you want to help you but it's they're, they can't do it they don't know how that was a really really bad analogy i'm so sorry but i'm just talking that's what this is for we're here another thing is a lot of these people out here i don't have a lot in common with people you know a common thing is like people like to drink alcohol and go to sporting events and do different substances and i don't necessarily enjoy any of those things and so that's what most people like to do especially in my area because on the apps let's be real it's a lot of caucasian men right of varying levels of subjective beauty and i love them all honestly and truly i do not have a preference black love is beautiful interracial love is beautiful whatever kind of love i'm here for it if you find you find if you find and you have a great personality even better if i'm consistently not finding people that even have remotely the same interests as me on top of expecting emotional labor from strangers and investing emotional energy into strangers and then taking it personal feeling rejected from lack of interaction from strangers it's just a lot it's a lot taken out of me that I can't really, I can't justify putting energy into because I've never gotten anything out. And of course, white devil advocate, never say never. But in all my experiences, it hasn't happened. My last, I believe my last dilemma is that these apps out here are just a series of numbers. It's just a series of numbers and pictures and colors and words on a phone that's a science. And to me, love is not a game. You can't calculate it. You know, we all love those shows like Are You the One and All the Match, Love Island, whatever. It's fun to look at and it works for some people, but for a vast majority of things, it's just there to cause drama. These apps are a science. There's so many videos and like articles, people just download these things and you see guys swipe right on every girl because 
because they're just trying to get something. And for me, I don't just want something. I want the thing. I want my thing that's destined and ordained for me by God that is meant to enrich my life, make it better, and for me to learn and to teach and grow and gain something from a relationship with another person. If I want to play games, I can turn on my Xbox. If I want to play games, I can order them online. If I want to play games, I can log on to Cool Math Games and play Papa's Freezeria to my heart's content. I'm not playing games with my romantic future and my emotional health. It's just not going to happen. People use it as a joke. There are joke accounts too, like it's just a meme, which of course, haha, it's funny, but you see people are on there just for a good time, not a long time, literally. Not even the good time that most of the people that look for a good time are looking for, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> it just makes me not feel right when you see people just swipe right on everybody because I'm not just anybody. Are you that somebody? Cause I gotta watch my back. Cause I'm not just anybody. Okay, Aaliyah, she was snapping, RIP. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, these apps are synonymous with hookup culture. It's a Friday, Saturday night, you want to have fun, you go on the apps, you swipe, and then you go out, you meet up with someone, you have a good time, and then you have a good time, okay? <laughs> um, not that I would know. Here, we keep it 100. If I did know, maybe I would tell you. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, for me, I am pro-ho. I just won't be one. If you want to go out and pop that thing on a handstand, if you want to go out and get them dollars. Like Missy Elliott said, ain't no shame, ladies, do your thing. Just make sure you ahead of the game. I will be cheering you on, pulling your dress down in your twerking video. I will say, hey, get it, bitch, turn up in the background. I am here to support the hoe. I'm pro ho. Support your local sex workers, all of that, protect them. But it, even if you just wanna have fun, and you want to be safe. My only rule is don't be a home wrecking hoe. Even though you didn't make vows or commitment to somebody else, I'm not here to preach to you. Bottom line, if you want to be out here, I'm supporting you, but I will be over here by myself. <laughs> and that's okay. Maybe I will be in the future. Maybe I never will be. I know that's not what I want. And so if that's mostly what's out there, then it's just not meant for me. And so now, after all of these dilemmas that I've laid out to you all today, you may be asking yourself, Erica, how are you ever going to find the person for you? And for that, I tell you, I'm going to wait. First of all, faith without works is dead, but I have full faith that God is cooking up in the lab and has somebody for me. And I know that I'm not ready or lucky enough or blessed enough, whatever you want to call it, to be aware of myself that I am only ready to date myself. No matter what the peer pressure and Instagram couple accounts may tell you, if you are not emotionally ready, then you get into these situations and you're disappointed and you don't get what you need, and you end up wasting your time or getting, getting disappointed or you're heartbroken. And I know that God loves me enough to honor my wish and my want of having a genuine relationship. So knowing the relationship that we have, he and I both are on the same page. We're like, you know what? We're going to put this on pause. And he is putting the same spirit into my future boyfriends, my future partners, my future husbands, so that when we meet, we're on the same page and we're able to grow and learn from each other. Now, I've had this conversation countless times with my mom and my older sister for years. It's been them with their men and me, you know, with my phone and my plate of food and my glass of iced tea. And when they talk about boyfriends, I'm like, well, I bought a new lip gloss the other day and I really like it. <laughs> 
that's okay. I'm literally 21 month from being 21 years old. Like there is so much time. In the grand scheme of things, it's okay that I didn't have a boyfriend at 13. It's okay that I never slow danced in middle school or high school. That's fine. That has nothing to do with the person or the woman or the friend or sister or student or boss or coworker or anything that I am and I'm meant to be. Literally no relationship with anyone, especially a romantic relationship with say with me, strange man from the internet or from the streets, you know, I don't know where I'm going to meet him, but nothing about a relationship is going to define me. Hopefully it makes me better and I learn something from it, but it's not going to be a fundamental part of who I am. And so with that, these dating apps will remain deleted from my phone indefinitely. I'm working on me and when the time comes, there will be a shift, a change, an opportunity for me to start working on my emotional and romantic strengths and intelligence and skills. I'm looking forward to that time, you know, you know. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode of Pages from My Notebook. I hope you learned something. I hope that there was something in here that you can share with someone who's in a similar time in their life, in the similar state of mind about dating apps. And say it with me, strange men from the internet, okay? <laughs> if you learned anything from this episode, stay true to yourself. Don't be a pick me, because why do you want to be picked by somebody ashy with no bio and one picture? Don't put that much power in a stranger's hand, okay? What is for you is for you. You will find it when you are meant to find it. You are worthy of finding someone that will only add to your life, that will compliment you in the best way that will teach you something new that will nurture you and hold you and guide you and learn from you and listen to you and uplift you and most of all love you and be there for you and treat you and your love won't be difficult it won't be playing games it won't be side chicks and extra this and becky with the good hair over here all that extra stuff when you find it it'll be for you and it'll be great you'll learn what you need to learn from it and roll with it for as long as you are meant to roll with it for all my single ladies out here I do it for y'all. I'm on your side, period. Okay, my boot up girls, I'm here for y'all too. I could probably find you like a couple's coupon, like a two for one discount. Yup. Y'all use Groupon. Y'all should probably use Groupon. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for my ladies and my non-binary people, period. Okay? Okay, let me stop talking before I say something messy. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to previous episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Stitcher, Pocket Cast, all the different platforms that Pages for My Notebook is on is located on my website, which is MissEricaDanielle.BixSite.com slash home. All right, we'll take you anywhere you need to go. You can go to slash slash about, listen, episodes, read the episode descriptions. I write a blog post for every single episode of this podcast. It gives you a little more context, a little more background about what we're going to get into. Any links to any materials that I mentioned will be in the blog post. I add playlists for each episode and there's little gifts in there for y'all. So I really love writing those on top of recording these episodes. Please go read the descriptions, share them with your friends, follow the podcast on all these different platforms. You can leave a rating for me on Apple, I think. I don't know how to check that, but if you feel <laughs> inclined to leave me like some stars and some nice words that would make me feel nice and fuzzy inside. Catch up on all my previous episodes. This is only episode number six, okay? And each one is like 30 minutes. Minutes, I think. So sit down and have a little marathon. Okay, put me on your speaker. Oh, period. <laughs> 
once again, my website is misserikadanielle.wixsite.com slash home. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at pages from my notebook pod. The Facebook page is on the same name. There I post episode notifications, different extras, bonuses, playlists, stories on my Instagram with posts relating to the content of each episode. We're gonna get it on and popping. Okay, so follow the podcast on all these different platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Everything there is mentioned on my website. Take a look around. It's real cute. I did it myself. You like it? Thank you. Let me stop talking (laughs) and get off of here. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope to have you listening again soon. Pages from My Notebook, a true-to-life podcast, is a passion project by yours truly, Erica Barnes. Read episode descriptions and more at pagesfrommynotebookpod.com. Follow the pod on Instagram at pagesfrommynotebookpod and like the pod on Facebook at facebook.com slash pagesfrommynotebookpod. You can support the pod monthly via Anchor at anchor.fm slash erica dash Barnes slash support. I hope to have you listening again soon.